Welcome back to podcast idea number 13, the podcast about everything and anything. Joining us today, anxiety-filled mac and cheese lover, Megan Bronte, or Trash Can. Hello, I'm Trash Can. I'm sorry, I'm still laughing. I can't do What? What are you laughing at? The fact that your knee says like latex? <clears throat> Something like that. Something like that. I don't think we could ever be serious. No, we can't ever. Um, I mean, remember that one time we were actually serious in your car? After the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Closet? The other closet? The other closet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We were pretty pretty serious that time. You know, I'm pretty sure we were still cracking jokes. Yeah, we were definitely cracking jokes. Honestly, if someone were like, hey, both of you in this room have to be super serious for like 30 seconds straight. Or, like, we're going to blow up the school or something, we would lose. <laughs> we would lose so hard. Okay. Um, what are we talking about today? We are talking about preschools and uh, being a teacher in an early childhood facility. Why? Early childhood edu- education facility. Because I work at one, and I'm a lead teacher there. Wow. So impressive. Insert applause noise here. Just for you, when we make more than $7, we'll buy a sound machine. So we can just click the button. And it, the, the cheering and the cheering. clapping. Okay. That, that makes me feel or good. Or maybe it should just be wee noises. I would support that. I would I support would, That's something that I would get behind, is that. Aww. Mm-hmm. When we play tennis and everybody would like be sad or happy for you. Yeah. I would live for those noises. Yeah. I'll talk to my comrade about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, did you ever think you would be working at an educational child care? Um, no. Honestly, because small children have a tendency, or did have a tendency, to annoy me, and I didn't have much patience with children. Okay, so what age group do you work with? I, so when I started working there, they were older twos, which was anywhere from two years and three months to two and a half years old. But now they're all three. There are... 21 kids enrolled in my class. Did you... Wait, did they all turn three with you, or did you get new three-year-olds? No, they all turned three with me. Okay. So, we... So, with the 21 of them, they're, like, the older... The older half, and then the younger half, and then the older half obviously turns three. This doesn't make any sense. I'm about to say they turned three before the, the younger ones, which that's how anybody's age works but yeah no I in the year that I have worked there they all turned three with me nice so I've got to see them grow up from little baby into little smart asses so yeah it's true true um so what's the most memorable memorable experience that you've had so far in the year working there all right so this this is oh man this day so it was like my second or third week working there I had no experience in childcare at all. Wait, so what were you doing before you worked at childcare? So I was, my title was production manager at a real estate appraisal office. And I just like ran an office basically and did a bunch of appraisal stuff. Like I read a bunch of appraisal reports. So, and then before that, I worked at a movie theater. So. So you've always had experience with older people, but you've never had experience with like Right. Noise yeah, like, little children. The only experience I have with younger children is just being the oldest cousin. So, like, helping, not helping, but, like, being with my younger cousins and my younger brothers as they grew up. And 
I don't know why I applied. Well, I applied to this place because they advertise it as an admin job. So that's why I was like, hey, yeah, dude, I could go work at some daycare and answer phones and stuff. And then when I got there to the interview, that was not what it was. Um, so, yeah, it was like my second or third week on the job. I was new, still learning how everything went. And they had me and this other new girl in the room at the time that this happened. And our lead, who knew what she was doing, was on break. So we're outside chasing kids around, you know, making sure they don't, like, push each other down or, like, WWE choke slam someone. And what's you laugh, but, like, these little children <laughs> are ruthless. And we have these walkie-talkies that they use to communicate and everything. And I just hear them yell, code green. And I'm like, code green code green and I look at the other girl her name was Morgan and I was like Morgan what's a code green and she's like I don't know she's like I just started yesterday so I go and I bang on another door because we were the only we we're the only class outside go and bang on another teacher's classroom door and I'm like what is a code green and she goes just get your kids inside in the hallway so I'm like all right cool so we're trying to round up these kids and the best way I can explain on how to round up a bunch of, at this time, two-year-olds, have you ever seen, like, a dog herding sheep? Yeah. It's like that, but, like, less organized. <laughs> it's like, some kids, like, over here running around in circles, another one's hiding in the tunnel, like, I have to run around all of them and, like, herd them against the wall. So that's what we're doing, and we're getting them towards the classroom door, and we're, like, they're going in one at a time, and I'm counting heads, and as I'm counting... And I get to the last one, we're one short. So I'm like, all right, bet. So I recount all of them and we have the right amount of kids. No, wait, I'm wrong. When I counted them, we had the right amount of kids. That's what happened. So then we get them out into the hallway and I recount, we're missing a kid. Okay. So I run back in the classroom and I look outside and just, this was maybe like a span of like 10 seconds. I run back into the classroom and, oh, like, in the window that looks outside, I see this little blonde head running. So we left a kid outside. And basically what had happened is there was a child from the class next door to ours um, visiting because she was being a savage in the, the classroom <laughs> next door. And she came to visit our room, and I forgot that she was doing that. So our number was correct because I counted her. And when we came in and all the chaos, she ran back to her classroom. So that's what made our count wrong, but I never added her in extra. So I'm looking for her thinking she's the one missing. When in reality, there was another child left on the playground. And it's the most memorable experience because I've never been in a situation like that before where I'm like, holy crap, this parent like entrusted me with their child and I lost them. And it was, I've been scared a lot of times in my life, but I think this tops the chart. I think, I don't think I've ever been this scared. What child was it? I'm not going to name names. It was a small little child. Have you talked about them before? No, she's very, un. she's not one of the popular kids. No, she's not. She's huh. just kind of there. 
Oh, man. Dang it, I just look. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm not even going to acknowledge that I just did what I did. You picked Be- favorites? No. I just gendered the mystery child. <laughs> but no one's going to know. Dang it, I just acknowledge. Okay, whatever. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, no, that's the most memorable thing. Just because I really didn't know uh, what I was doing. And it was scary. So what's Code Green? Code Green is that there's an active shooter in the area. And you have to get all of your kids inside in the hallway. Was it like a drill or was it like actual? It was a drill. Oh, okay. No, okay, it was okay. a drill. Yeah. But they just like picked the worst possible time to do the drill because me and the other girl in there had no clue like yeah, what was yeah. going on. Um, One time I was delivering an arrangement to a daycare. And as soon as I walk in and the doors close... The alarms start going off and they're like, active shooter, active shooter. And I was like, no, you guys, it's a fruit basket. (laughs) (laughs) So then I'm trying to figure out and I'm like in a rush because I have so many like other deliveries to make. And I walk into the office and I was like, can somebody sign for this? And all the teachers are like running in like the office. And I was like, hi, I need a signature. And then this lady's like, get in the office, get in the office. And I was like, I just need a signature and I can leave. And they're like, tell that parent to get in the office. And I was like, I'm not a parent. I'm just here to deliver this basket. And they're like, oh, okay. I signed for it. And then I I just left. Yeah. They just, they like to pick drills at like the most unfortunate times. Mm -hmm. And they they do it on purpose, like just so you're prepared. Like one time they did a fire drill during nap time. And we had to wake up all of the kids. And they were all sleepy and that kind of worked out in our favor, though, because they were still half asleep, so we just kind of picked them up and plopped them down in the hallway. Yeah. And when they fully woke up, they were already sitting down. Yeah. And then one time... We Wait, had... if you have a fire drill, you just put your kids outside in the hallway? Oh. That's the wrong time. I mixed up two. <laughs> I know. It's like, there's a fire in the no, building. No, not so a you fire. Okay, so they did, they did a... children and leave yes. them in the building. That is the plan. No. <laughs> Nah, no, I mixed up two times because I was thinking about another time that they it happened during nap time. So the fire drill thing, no, we didn't pick them up and pop them in the hallway. Obviously not. Took them outside. But when we, when we had that really bad weather here in College Station where there were like tornadoes, it was like back in April or something. Um, it was during nap time and we had to wake all of them up and like get them out in the hallway. And like when there was like a very real tornado threat, like a tornado was on its way, like our way. Which, that was another time. That was another, just, we had all 175 children, including, like, infant children, like, little tiny babies, in a hallway that's, like, small and does not, should not hold 175 children plus 30 plus staff. And we did, and all of the staff were, like, shaking and scared, but we were singing nursery rhymes and getting the kids to, like, calm down. And it was the most... It was, it was just, I can't explain the feeling because I was like, man, we could all like die right now, but we're singing campfire songs. (laughs) Like none of the kids were scared though. And it went really well and the storm passed, but that was the time we had to plop them in the hallway at nap time. Nice. So what's your least favorite part of the job? My least favorite part of the job, honestly, is working with a bunch of women. It's the staff, not the kids. Okay. Because there's Interesting. always drama. And it's like, there's cliques and there's 
people who don't like each other, who everybody knows that they don't like each other. So they're willing to egg on and, you know, push a situation to, to escalate a situation to where there's an argument because it's just drama. And it's like, it's literally like high school. Like it is like high school all over again. And that's, that's, that's probably my least favorite is like having to deal with other people. And I mean, trust me, there are days where the kids are my least favorite part of the day. But overall, I would have to say, like, working with a bunch of women is, it's like drill team all over again. Hmm. Interesting. What's the most rewarding part of your job? The most rewarding part, and I, I've noticed this more, like, since I took over as lead, is, like, when you do lessons and they actually absorb something that you taught them it just, it blows your mind. Like they're literally like little sponges. And we were learning about, so we're learning about the human body and we have this book, it's called the busy body book. And we would read it literally every day. And then one day we were eating lunch and one of the little kids looks up at me and goes, look, Miss Megan, I'm eating this and I'm swallowing it and it's going down my esophagus. And I'm like, bro, I taught you that. (laughs) I taught I literally taught them like it goes down the esophagus into your stomach and then into your intestines. And like, that's as, that's as like advanced as I got with it because obviously they wouldn't understand if I went through the whole digestive tract, but, but he just said esophagus and I was just like, bro. What gets me is that kids who are younger now are learning a lot more than we were learning when we were their age. Mm-hmm. I will the the curriculum at the facility that I work is it's very moldable. Like, so when you put curriculum in, it's like, the, it's like this big binder and there's different sections for each month and everything. And you can go in and it has the lesson plans and it has everything, you know, explained out and you just type it in. And I personally, like some of the lessons, I despise them. I hate them. So I use the same so whatever, so if say it was like a math lesson and it was working on them counting or putting things into small groups, you take that same concept, but you just change the activity to fit that, to fit molding that skill. So that's where I like it. It's a very advanced curriculum and you can make it even more challenging just by being creative and adding to it, which is what I like doing. I like playing around with it. Yeah. But just in general. Keep- mm. Yeah. Kids. Now, even part- even in preschool, like even before they get to kindergarten, like my kids can count to 200. Yeah. Which is a goal for some kindergarten classes. And my, my yeah. kids can already do it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like when we were growing up, it was like, what color is this? Mm-hmm. What shape is this? And now it's like, what kind of parallelogram is this? Can you find the 90 degree angle? Literally. And there's one little girl in my class who like knows the color turquoise. And she told us today. Okay. Wait, can you say it in her accent? I love it. Turquoise. Today, she told me that her hair is not blonde. It's rose gold. Like, But do it in the voice because it's so funny to me. <laughs> can, you t- can you tell them the story about when she told you that nobody loves you? Uh, yeah, I'll tell that story. So there's this little girl Absolutely my, my favorite story. in my class. And she honestly reminds me a lot of me, which is terrifying. But... There was one day I was wearing a ring and it's just like, it was just a basic like little, I think it was my rose gold ring. And I was just wearing it on my finger, my pointer finger. And we were playing with Play-Doh and she looks down and she goes, she goes, Miss Megan, 
does that ring mean you have a boyfriend? And I was like, no, no sudden. It's just, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you just said her name. Oh, anyways, I was like, no, it's just a ring. And she's like, does it mean, does it mean that you have a husband? And I was like, no, it's just a pretty ring that I like to wear. And she goes, so you don't have a husband or a boyfriend? <laughs> I said, I said, no, son. dang, I said, no. <laughs> and she goes, she goes, uh, she goes, that's so sad for you. No one loves you. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Um, if you could change the childcare industry now that you've worked in it for over a year, over a year? It's, it's been just a year, uh, a almost year. a year. Yeah. Um, how or what would you change? Honestly, some of the, there are two things, two big things that I would change. Some of the licensing is ridiculous. Uh, I would definitely change that. Um, how so? We can't have air freshener in the classroom because it's an aerosol can. It, not even if it's put up in a cabinet away from a kid. Not even if it's never in a child's reach. It has to, We can't have it in the classroom whatsoever. Or it's a strike. And it's just like little things like that that are honestly just too strict, in my opinion. Because poopy diapers exist in our classroom. And they smell bad. And I personally feel like we should be able to have air freshener to spray and then put away. So there's, it's just like more little things like that. Um, I'm not going to get into it because I don't know how much I can talk about, <laughs> but the other thing is I would change. And I just, I just read an article about this on Facebook that some of my coworkers shared, but I would change the pay because I feel like, I feel like childcare workers are underappreciated because and every, in all sense of the definition of the word teacher, we are like, and we have extra stuff added in from a, from a basic, from a basic teacher. We teach, I teach kids every single day. Yeah. I think, and I think that there should be more, more pay involved in that. And maybe that's stingy, but I don't feel like they're paid what they're worth. Interesting, but I see it. One, because I know in like public education, like you can't help a kid like go to the bathroom. Like you can't even like help them unbutton their pants. Mm. And here you're changing twenty two, mm. twenty one poopy diapers. Mm, well, they're all we or we potty train. Like that's another thing. We're basically throughout the day, like we're moms. And how many hours do you have these kids? uh eight sometimes nine hours eight to nine hours a day and you have a monday through friday and how many holidays do you get you get christmas um we get christmas new year's thanksgiving memorial day no we were over memorial no we were closed memorial day um we have uh, basically bank holidays bank holidays bank holidays you don't get summer break no you don't get spring break no you don't get christmas break no thanksgiving break no yeah we get no breaks it's, we just have, like, we just have, like, the actual holiday off. Like, even Christmas Eve, we were open. Yeah. For part of the day. Which, 
no one ended up showing up. So like, were we open Christmas? I think we were open, or was it the day before Christmas Eve? I think it was the day before Christmas Eve, and there were like five kids in the whole building. So, but yeah, I had to I had to work the day after Christmas. Like, it's yeah. Um, what advice would you give yourself if you could go back to your first day of on the job? Mm. Man. If you think that one day is bad, times it by 10 and that'll be the day you're going to have next week. Because there's always going to be, there's always going to be a worse day. So make the most of that bad day that you can in that moment because it could be it's gonna be worse that doesn't make any sense but do you get what I'm trying yeah. to say like there's all there's gonna there's going to be a worse day so just buckle up kid like you got it nice well um you got 21 minutes and <laughs> bro did I yeah you got 21 minutes yeah do you want to end with an inspirational quote I do I do I do. And I tell them where you got this inspirational quote from. Um, I was getting there. Let me scroll through my pictures. Okay, so there is a candy bowl at work called Staff Survival, and they put Dove chocolates in there. <laughs> I picked one one day, and I ate it. And then I remembered that Dove chocolates have those little That's quotes great. on the inside. So this one said, be someone you look up to. Nice. I really liked it. Yeah. So I, I took a picture of it and I saved it specifically for this episode. Oh, so heartwarming. Mm. Mm. Nice. Yeah, nice. it's really hot in this closet. Also, so can we... where is your hamster? Bro, she's on top of the fridge. Oh, dog, that's so cool. 